something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on a Uni Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are new, Couch Talks is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy that comes out every Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys email to me, and you can email them to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. Now, quick reminder before we get into anything. Although I'm answering your questions directly here, this still is not therapy and does not serve as a substitute or replacement to therapy, but it still can have an impact on your growth and your mental health and all of the things. So it still can make a difference, but this itself is not therapy. Now, each week I try to answer one question from you guys, and I am really excited about this week's question. So let's just get straight into it. Hey, Kat. I've really been loving the episodes you've put out recently about diet culture and dieting, and my favorites of yours in the past have all been the ones about body image. I've struggled with disordered eating and negative body image basically my whole life, and hearing what you have to say has really made a difference in how I think. Now, I am notably a perfectionist, so when I want to do something, I want to do it right, which leads me to my questions and what I'm currently struggling with. I feel like I'm at a place in my recovery where I don't necessarily love what my body looks like, but I'm no longer letting how I feel about that have a constant impact on how I feel about myself and what I eat and how much I work out. However, I do still really care about what I look like. I get Botox every three to four months. I have my hair colored. I spend a lot of time picking out what I wear and I like wearing makeup when I go out places. I'm just confused because I don't really think any of these things are bad or wrong, and I do realize that I'm still being influenced by the beauty industry in some way. I feel better about myself when I have makeup on, and I don't know if this is okay. I like wearing makeup. I like getting my hair done. I like shopping and staying up to date with fashion trends and styles, but does that mean I am still struggling with negative body image? I'm confused, and I just don't know where the line is, so I guess my question is, where is the line? Okay, so 
I think I might have answered something like this in the past, but I can't even remember when. And I get questions like this a lot that do ask like what's okay and what's not okay when it comes to working on positive body image and also caring about what you look like. And I also was talking about this with a friend last night about our own lives. And so I wanted to bring it up with all of y'all because this is really confusing. I think what has gotten really confusing is the difference in something being harmful to the quality of somebody's life and their mental health. And then just like caring about what you look like and having a preference when it comes to image and how you present yourself. I think it's okay to care about what you look like. I think it's okay. It's normal. And that really isn't the problem. And in some regards, I think it's actually a good thing that we care about what we look like. We're never going to be in a world that is like totally free from like all social norms ever and all expectations. By the way, not all social norms and expectations are bad. Some of them really help us have a kind, morally sound society. And so what I really think is the problem is when unrealistic expectations and unrealistic norms are pushed towards the general public as things that we should all be able to attain. And I mean, I've talked about on here, the issue I have with a lot of influencers that present as people who are just like us, and then they have these lives and they look this way. And it's like, well, they're just like us. So I should be able to look like that when we don't look like that. And we can't afford to make our kitchen counters look as clean and sparkly as that. And we can't have a meal like that prepared every day. And we can't have a full outfit and full face of makeup on every day when we're taking care of our three young kids. Because it's not our job to be an influencer. And those influencers, those lifestyle influencers, a lot of times that's their full-time job. But you have an actual job or an actual whatever it is that doesn't allow you the same space and time. So something that's being presented as attainable and you should be able to do this, I'm just like you, is actually very unrealistic. So that's really where more of the issues come from when it comes to what we're talking about with this question. If we're going to stick with just bodies and body image, it's unrealistic for every human out there to be able to have the same body of someone like an influencer, like, well, I hate using this person's name, but I'm going to because it came to my head, Jillian Michaels, who her job is dedicated to fitness and dieting. So it's not realistic for us to be able to attain what she looks like and the lifestyle she has, because that is actually her job. That is what her life is literally revolving around. So people will ask, where, where is the line? So this person's asking, where's the line? Like, when is it okay? And like, when am I, is it going too far? Like, am I allowed to care about this? How much am I allowed to care about this? So where's the line when it comes to beauty and health and wellness and fitness and eating disorders and body image? And the answer is it's a very squiggly line. <laughs> the line can be different for different people. It depends on who you are. I cannot extract caring about what you look like from someone's brain as a therapist. And like I said, it's not caring about what you look like that's bad or wrong or harmful. What I see the issues are, one, the deceptive messaging that promotes an unattainable norm. Then, two, the lengths we are willing to go to obtain the unattainable norm that is being presented in the deceptive messaging. And then, three, how we feel when we cannot attain the unrealistic norm from that deceptive messaging. We are 100% being influenced by images in the media and what a woman should look like and what a, a man should look like and all of that. The beauty industry plays a role in how we think and what we think is good or bad, pretty ugly, totally. And 
as I'm saying this, I'm actually being reminded of uh, this clip I saw of Victoria Garrick, who has a podcast called The Real Pod. And after I saw this clip, I started following her and I love her. And one day I hope to have her on the podcast and I'll post it as well. But I want to share it because she was talking about the issues and why we are constantly feeling bad about ourselves. And so just listen to this and then we'll come back. Let me tell you how it works. Society has created a beauty standard that is unattainable. It is from the get-go impossible. It cannot be met. And then the diet culture industry says, if you want to reach this thing, here, buy these things. Try this diet, buy this workout plan, buy this food, and it'll help you get to this place. But it doesn't work. And more often than not, it will just lead to disordered eating habits. But even if you get very close, like a Kim Kardashian, you still have the rest of the world saying, not good enough, not for me. So regardless of if you even get to this place, you are never going to get a unanimous vote from the world that says, yep, you're beautiful. There's always people disagreeing. Oh, and the reason why this beauty standard keeps changing is because as long as we are unhappy with ourselves, they keep making money. The day that we wake up and say, I'm good enough, I don't want to change anything about my appearance or my body, what are they selling? Who are they selling to? There's no audience. So as long as we are unhappy with ourselves, they continue to make money. So again, the the issue isn't really that we care about what we look like. The issue is that we'll never be able to meet societal standards. We'll never be able to keep up. So this all comes down to really looking at the why behind our what. Why are you wearing makeup? Why are you getting Botox? Why are you wearing that outfit? Is it solely to fit into a mold that you actually can't fit in to, right? Then there's a conversation there because you're never going to be satisfied and it's going to be like you're always chasing something. Or is the reason you're doing that is the why? Because I like to have fun and playing with makeup is fun. I feel good when I'm wearing this kind of outfit. This is helps me showcase my personality. That right there is a different conversation. Some people have different preferences. So some people care about Botox because they think that smoother skin is is prettier. And so they want to do that. And some people could care less. And they like the natural aging process. That's totally fine. Again, that's not the issue. Some people want blonde hair. Some people want gray hair. Some people want purple hair. Doing that kind of stuff and coloring your hair and having fun with different looks and all of that, not the issue at all. This really becomes a problem when without these things, um, in the absence of them, we've lost our sense of worthiness. So am I doing these? This goes back to the why. Am I doing these because this makes me feel worthy? These things make me feel lovable. When all of that is tied to your worth and, and your ability to be loved and be seen and cared for by others, that's when we have to look at, okay, where are we going with this? Because how far are you going to go to get that worthiness or to feel that lovableness? Because if we're chasing an unrealistic standard or norm, we're going to get in some trouble. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Now, I'm a big believer in do what makes you happy and do what makes you feel good as long as it's not hurting you or others in the process. So to what lengths are you going to go to to change your body or to look a certain way? I don't have issues with people getting plastic surgery or changing the way they look at all unless it's actually causing harm to themselves or others in some way. And that's where I can't really answer this question like black and white because there's a lot of different scenarios that could pop up. Are the lengths that we're going to change what we look like safe? Are we becoming addicted to these? So despite negative consequences, are we continuing to engage in these things? Like am I going into debt to have different procedures done or to buy certain clothes or to have my hair done? Am I having adverse reactions to whether it's Botox or some kind of product I'm using, I'm continuing to use it. I really could care less how much Botox somebody gets in the sense of if I think it looks good or if I think it looks bad. What I think doesn't matter as a human and as a therapist. It's what are the lengths that you're going to to have this done? And is it causing you harm in some other way in your life? Are you forgoing certain bills right? To afford to pay to whether it's to get your nails done or to get Botox. I'm saying Botox because that was in the question. But am I avoiding things that actually are necessary? Am I I taking money from my grocery budget to get my nails done? And so then I don't have enough food to eat or I can't afford to put gas in my car. That's when this becomes actually an issue. 
And another thing that actually has been being challenged more and more, I've been seeing this on TikTok and I have some clients that have been talking about this more recently is who are you doing this stuff for? So who am I dressing for? Who am I getting Botox for? Who am I getting my hair done for? And something that's been coming up over and over on TikTok is, are you doing it for the male gaze to attract attention from essentially heterosexual men? And the male gaze, in a simple explanation, we could do a whole episode on this as well, is basically a theory that basically claims that our world, our society is viewed through the really the lens of the masculine heterosexual perspective. So in this theory, men are constantly objectifying women and they're seen more or less as these sexual objects. And so if we're dressing for the male gaze, it's argues that we've been essentially conditioned to dress to please men versus please ourselves. And uh, we've been getting ready and dressing and, and putting ourselves together in a way that a man will find attractive versus a way that helps us express ourselves, feel good, or just like essentially wear what we want to wear. And I think a lot of beauty standards have been created around this. I do see that. And I want to do some more research and some and some more have some more conversations around that. But I think that speaks very highly into this initial question of like, where's the line? Well, as we ask ourselves, what's the why behind our what? And is this causing us harm? Is this taking away from the quality of our life? Is my world revolving around this? We also need to ask ourselves the question like, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Because when it comes to you, that's totally okay. Like it is okay to have fun with different hairstyles. It's okay to have fun with different um, styles of clothing and outfits and makeup. Like that's okay. And I actually think that's kind of like an art form in a sense. Like makeup is an art. Makeup artists. Like fashion, that's an art. It's a way to express ourselves. So when it comes to all this stuff, when it comes to trying to figure out, like, can I still be engaging in this lifestyle that I want to promote, like positivity towards myself and love towards myself? Can I still engage in this and also care about what I look like? Yes, because when it comes down to it, how I said, like, some societal norms aren't bad and they actually are good. Yeah, if it's part of getting our hair done or going and getting a facial or you can box dye your hair in your house or buying a new shirt or any of that kind of stuff or playing with a new makeup. Like that can be part of like your self-care and self-love routine. Like you're doing this to give attention and have fun with yourself and express yourself and play around with different um, modes of doing that. So when I think about positive body image and body positivity and negative body image and body neutrality and all that. This is how I really see that stuff. Negative body image is when my body and how I see it, what it looks like has a direct impact in whether I feel okay about myself or I feel like crap. It is tied to my worthiness. Positive body image, this is my definition of them. To me is I can see myself and not love what I look like I don't have to be obsessed with every part of my body, but I can still love myself and know that I'm worthy of love from others as well. So in the same regards, when I'm doing all these things, I mean, I get my hair done. I get Botox. I care about what I wear sometimes. (laughs) Oftentimes I'm wearing leggings to work, but I enjoy shopping and all of that. So I get those things done. And 
in the same time, I'm not chasing after an image that I saw on Instagram because I'm very aware that a lot of those images are fake. I'm chasing after something that feels good to me. And if I were not able to get Botox ever again in my life, I would be okay. And it would not take away my ability to know that I'm worthy of love and belonging from myself and the others around me. So like I said, the line is squiggly. And I want to encourage you to ask, what's the why behind my what and who am I doing this for? And if I cannot do this, what is going to happen? What would be the consequence? The consequence is, oh, I'd just be kind of bummed. All right, well, I'd be kind of bummed if I could never go shopping again. (laughs) I'd be kind of bummed if I could never get my hair done again. I am at the same time not going to think that I'm a worthless human being that nobody's going to love. And also keep in mind, are the things that I'm doing impacting me in a negative way? Are there, am, I, am I experiencing negative consequences I'm continuing to do these things? Just like in our disordered eating patterns, we will continue to engage in these behaviors that end up hurting us, but we're continuing to do them to get this thing, which at the end of the road we think is love and belonging. But I'm continuing to not nourish myself or I'm over-exercising that I'm experiencing injuries and I'm still doing it because I think if I lose this weight or I win this race or I do this workout, then I will be more lovable. So that's when those negative consequences are coming in and we're ignoring them to fight for this thing is that it's actually not at the end of that rope that we've created in our minds. So all those things are going to be really helpful in you deciding if this is in front of the line or behind the line for you. And if it's hard to tease that out in your, by yourself and you need some accountability, I want to encourage you to reach out to a safe friend, reach out to a therapist, talk about this. Um, because a lot of times the conversations that we're having around this, once we start talking about it, we can very easily become more aware of if we are doing something that's in line with our value system or out of our value system and if it's hurting us or helping us. But sometimes we need that dialogue that's outside of our head to really, really see and notice that. So I hope this was helpful. And if you have more questions, remember, as always, email me, Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. This is a hard, tricky thing, like most things that you guys email me about. But I am here to continue this conversation because I think it's important. And if we don't talk about it, then we're just going to make stuff up in our heads, right? You can follow me at cat.defada and at Unit Therapy Podcast on Instagram if you want to do that as well. And don't forget that you can always choose to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can now rate on Spotify. So I would love if you did that as well. And thanks for being here. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye guys. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.